0: Star Tours announces the arrival of the Indoor Express. Once we've had a chance to service the Star Speeder, we'll begin our boarding procedures. Thank you. The most magical
1: place, the most magical place, the most magical place on earth is he. Nobody ever had a thought that came to them from out of the blue it came to them because of the work that goes on in their
0: cranium command <laughs> come on now He wants the red we <laughs> he watch the red Just scum <laughs> hey guys it looks like we're all here let's go w w radio you're in for me. everybody, And welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 285 for the week of July 29th, 2012. At Walt Disney World, dining is equally as important and just as much fun as the attractions and shows. It's also something that affords you and your family wonderful opportunities to sample, share, learn from and enjoy flavors from literally around the world and not every dining opportunity has to be enjoyed during breakfast lunch or dinner so this week we're going to look at some of the best of the best as we explore the best snacks in Epcot AJ from the Disney food blog joins me as we talk about the options strategies Pairings, values, flavors, and much more in a segment that will not only introduce you to some snack options you may not have considered before, but will almost surely leave you hungry as well. I'll then have the answer and winner of last week's Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week and pose a new question, food-related of course, for your chance to win a Disney Prize Package. Be sure and stay tuned for the announcements, including information about upcoming WDW Radio events, live broadcasts from events, and Disneyland in the next week, and your voicemails at the end of the show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Disney World has so much to offer in terms of entertainment and family fun, and of course, look at me, great dining. Uh, And when you think of Epcot, I think oftentimes your mind starts to wander over to World Showcase where you can literally travel the world simply by meandering around the promenade. And along the way, you can sample some of those flavors from around the world, which I believe is more than just a way to enjoy your lunch or enjoy dinner in a unique environment. Because I think one of the best ways to learn about a people and their culture is through their food. It speaks to tradition and the land, and no matter where you go or what you believe in, I think breaking bread with those that you love is what makes for wonderful memories and good times. And I think that food brings people together. And Epcot has so many great opportunities to expand your palate, experience new flavors, and maybe, just maybe find even a new favorite food along the way. And on the show and in my videos, I have explored in great detail many of the pavilions and oftentimes I'll do live restaurant reviews from uh, around Walt Disney World to give you an idea of what the experience and the cuisine is like throughout the parks and resorts and, and other dining locations as well. But this week, I wanna bring you another look at food in Walt Disney World because I wanna explore some more of the best of the best And I'm sitting here outside Katsura Grill, one of my favorite places and dining locations in all of Walt Disney World, for the best of the best snacks in all of Epcot. And I said that food is best enjoyed when it is shared with friends. And this week I am joined by my friend, fellow foodie and Disney fan, a person who, like me, believes that attractions are just things that you do in between dining opportunities at Walt Disney World, she is A.J. Wolf from DisneyFoodBlog.com, the author of Many Guides to Dining in Walt Disney World. A.J., welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Lou. Now, wait, so people actually do ride attractions in Disney World? I didn't know that, <laughs> that
0: happened. <laughs> I, I just eat myself. <laughs> I don't know. I think the tagline to your to your site is is perfectly well said, food is an attraction.
1: Food is a theme park. Absolutely, theme park. food is, food a, is theme a theme park. park. Yes, it is its own theme park. Yeah, you don't need you don't need to ride Spaceship Earth. Come on.
0: Yeah. I, I you know, we're we're saying this half jokingly, but I think that you're right in terms of we were talking before about how uh, people, especially if they haven't been here in a long time, they think of theme park food and their mind goes to chicken nuggets, hamburgers, and French fries. And I'm sure, like you're doing now, we recoil in horror when we hear that because there are so many great opportunities and here in World Showcase is one of those places where I think you can not only get great food but it affords you the opportunity to expand your culinary horizons as it was. You can try new things. I think snacks, particularly is a great way to do that.
1: Absolutely, because you're not outlaying too much money. You get the opportunity to try a couple of things that you might not have explored otherwise without you know wasting too much of your cash if you don't love it. Um, But yeah, absolutely. Epcot is the is one of the best places in Disney World to do that. And I think looking at... Oh, and I also really, really love the chicken nuggets. Just as an <laughs> FYI, like, I, I get that there's other stuff here, and I love talking about it, but I think Disney has some of the best chicken nuggets.
0: <laughs> you, the more we talk, the more we bond, because as much as I love you know, the Okayama Taman, I just butchered that name here at Japan, which by the way I had while I was waiting for you because I was starving. <laughs> I do like a good chicken nugget and there's sometimes I'll order that and people go, you're the Disney food. You talk about the food. I'm like, yeah, but nothing beats a good nugget and French fries.
1: I gotta say, you know, and they got some, bu- they, have, they have some good burgers around here too. So, you know, there's, there's something for everyone. Even if you're a picky eater like me.
0: I was going to ask you the, the loaded question of best burger on property, but that's probably a whole separate segment.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that another time.
0: <laughs> the pros and cons of the lobster burger at, uh, at Gre... Ah, yes, yes. That's okay. The Duval Street burger at Olivia's.
1: Uh-huh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're just nodding like, oh, we need to go eat or do with this. <laughs> but I think you're right. Um, snacks are great because, you're right, it's they're inexpensive. They're small portions. It does give you a chance to sort of... Sample something that you might not want to uh, try a full And it's also shareable. One of the things I love doing is coming to Walt Disney World with friends. We get a bunch of different snacks somewhere and we share them and we try them together.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Sometimes.
0: Sometimes. When I say share, I mean they can watch (laughs) me eat mine and, and get their own as well too. But most importantly, here especially, the snacks are very delicious. And they're also unique to the pavilions that you're going to.
1: That's something that I love about Epcot. You you see a lot of, of um, Disney merchandise going a little homogenized, where you're starting to see the same snacks everywhere and the same things everywhere a lot of the time. Um, and that may just be perception versus reality. But I think here in Epcot, you do have things that are specific to those countries. You're not going to find them anywhere else in Walt Disney World, which is what makes this place, you know, where you can literally spend an entire week just eating in the World Showcase. So,
0: And... And to that end, when we were thinking about this idea of the best of the best, the best snacks in all of Epcot, um, I I excluded some things automatically off my list, like the things that you can get everywhere, or look, if I included popcorn, it would just win every time because there's something about popcorn in Walt Disney World. I excluded table service restaurants because we're talking about things, not necessarily an appetizer you can get there, but things that are snacks. And I also wanted to make sure, at least in my mind, when I was talking about snacks, I wasn't always thinking sweet because some of these snacks are savory as well.
1: Absolutely. And I think something else to say is that not everything we'll talk about today is gettable with a snack credit on the Disney Dining Plan. There are some fantastic snacks that maybe are $5, $6, a little bit more than what a regular snack credit would cover. So you don't want to leave those out of your potential arsenal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And there is, you know, there are, I think, so many options that people may not, consider. There's so many places, not just here in World Showcase. I think Future World has some places to get snacks that people might not uh, think about as well. Here comes the unintentional but shameless plug. This is where, that's why I downloaded your Disney food blog guide to Epcot snacks. I'm like, shh, come on, man. Look at me. I, I eat no my snacks. But it's so cool because it made me think about places or snacks that I wouldn't think of. We'll talk about some of the other, you almost have snack strategies. you talk talking about things like Overlooked places, you're talking about a snack pairings, which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: well, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of things to think about when you're planning your Disney World food. You spend a lot of money in Disney World on food. Why not? I mean, we, my goal is to make sure you do not spend money on something that doesn't taste good or something that your family doesn't like or something like water, don't please don't spend too much money on water when there's so many other wonderful things that you can get so basically we wanted to cover the gamut um in that particular book not every snack is in there in Epcot. there be hundreds and hundreds but we did cover about over a hundred of our favorite i think like we have 130 snacks in there of our very favorites and yeah we we poke into little holes and corners and find the places that you might not realize there are some very interesting
0: things to eat the only thing I would say that your book needs is you need a warning at the beginning and you're looking at me like, what is it where is he going with this? Because you cannot read this book while you're hungry. it will it's it's your day will be shot.
1: I will tell you, Lou. I am perpetually on a diet when I'm not in Disney World, and it never gets easier to write the things that I write. To write the food blog, to write the the e series that we have, it never gets easier because I look at those pictures, just like you, and I just want that thing so badly, and I just remember having it when I was when I was trying it, and and uh, you know, it never gets easier. I have I have a stack of protein bars next to my computer all the time because I just yeah can't get it.
0: I don't even know what those are, but just remember because when you're <laughs> (laughs) here you're walking it off anyway it's 113 (laughs) degrees with 97 percent humidity so we're gonna walk off anything uh we eat as well too but yeah because i think you're right we do spend and you probably if you think about if you have a, a large family too you're spending more on food than you are necessarily on anything else you know even your your hotel necessarily so things like snack values is a great way to sort of approach it too because you know every dollar every penny counts um the thing I loved, which I thought was awesome, and now I've got to sort of go out and do this on myself, were themed snack crawls. I want to go out and experience every food. I don't know who I'm pointing to, but every food <laughs> on a stick item here at Epcot, the pretzel crawl, the strawberry crawl, the cheese crawl. I dig that.
1: Oh, the cheese crawl. You get, you get, you can't turn me off about cheese. I love that stuff. And there's, and there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff here to, to try. Um, yeah, I just I could talk about this stuff all day. I love
0: that. I love all. That's okay. We have all day, so we'll just <laughs> this will be the longest uh, show ever. But let's talk about some of the best. And before we get to World Showcase, I, I do want to talk about Future World because I think if you sort of mentally wander Future World, you say, well, there's a few kiosks here. There's a pretzel cart. There's the espresso cart, which has the oh-so-delicious chocolate. Um, I don't know. They're very healthy. I think the the chocolate uh, <laughs> croissant things, which give you a little bit of energy in the morning, but. You point out some place that has a wide variety of snacks over at Sunshine Seasons.
1: Sunshine Seasons. If if you are talking food in in future world, you want to hit Sunshine Seasons first. It is actually probably one of the best counter service locations in all of Walt Disney World. It offers it offers something for everyone because you can also find a lot of good vegetarian items there. You can find a lot of good. Um, uh, if you're, if you're gluten-free or if you're looking for something that is for a special diet, they've got it all there. Um, but it's just amazing the variety of things they have there. And they switch them out regularly, so you're not always faced with the same choices.
0: And, again, when we were talking about snacks, as I was going through, yes, you see things like caramel crunch cake and some of the sweet things. But you might not think about something like an Asian chicken salad as a snack, which, for just a few dollars, is a great way to sort of get you out in between meals. Um, do you have anything... In sunshine seasons, which maybe is a favorite or something that is uh, overlooked by a lot of people.
1: Well, if if you read my blog, you know I actually love the. Uh, I love. I do love the sweet stuff. Although they, they do have over there, you can get a, a great cheese plate. Um, you can get some, a lot of good like hummus and any pasta, pasta salads, lots of different small, small things that are. Really, quite exceptional. Um, personally, though, the thing—the thing that really matters over at Sunshine Seasons—if you have a chance to get over there—is that uh, strawberry shortcake. Everybody who tries it loves it. It's there all the time. Clearly, it's a guest favorite, and it is—it is. I ate it with someone yesterday for the first time. He—it was the first time he had eaten it, and he said, "This is fantastic. This is really, really good. You know, definitely good choice." So that's a good—that's a good thing to try.
0: When I think snacks in Sunshine Seasons, I start going over to the little bakery area, especially for breakfast. I think it's because there's very few places in Epcot to get uh, something for breakfast. You can go over to Electric Umbrella, but if you want a little bit of little coffee, a little nosh, go get your sore and Fast Pass, get a little sweet treat to give you a little sugar to start the day.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, something else just rang a bell in my head. Something else that I really like at Sunshine Seasons is that they have soups there. Now, soups are very good in terms of snacks because... They're going to keep you full until your next meal, but it's not going to be a huge, you know, caloric outlay for you. If you're if you're hungry, if you're just you know want a little notch during the day, that's a great thing to have, and they've got really good ones there.
0: And another place to think about in future world almost starts to let me lead into World Showcase because when I thought about World Showcase, I think people need to break down the options into a few different things because you do have the counter service locations. You have the promenade carts and the kiosks, much like the kakigori, which have been, has been staring at me. It's laughing at me off in the distance. And some of the other things, too, are the in-store packaged snacks. Yeah. And we'll talk about that when we get to World Showcase, but jumping back into Future World, Mouse Gear is one of those places where it has something like a Goofy's Candy Company.
1: Absolutely. They have like a mini Goofy's Candy Company in there. And they're doing this at a lot of different... Uh, there's, there's one in Hollywood Studios, too. There's a, a bunch of these, but they've got the... Um, a huge wall of bulk candy tons and tons and tons of bulk candy you want jelly beans you want m&ms you want any of that so gummies oh my heavens the gummies um but you know they also have their packaged goods um their chocolatiers that they have uh so yeah the Chippendale stuff um so there's a little the Chippendale stuff is a little bit healthier if you want to go for
0: like you know a trail mix kind of thing if you're I See, I'm, I'm a coconut patty kind of guy, because <laughs> as we know, everything tastes better when it's shaped like Mickey Mouse, yeah. so I'm like, it's coconut, it's fruit, and there's like the cocoa, which is, no.
1: Super healthy, super, super healthy. <laughs> dark chocolate is good for you, and those are, you can find the dark chocolate coconut patties, and yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And as far as the, the wall of candy, yeah. um, I did, uh, here's a tip for, for you at home. Uh, I did find out that Disney actually frowns on you actually sticking your mouth right underneath the spade. <laughs> you're supposed to actually use the bags and not just... No, I... Oh, I You might, might right. want to add that to the guide. <laughs> 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 Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> what they also you? have the goofy sour
1: powder there, too, if you're, you know, a big sour powder fan, which I know Lou is. It's a- huge fan of that
0: yeah and my kids all the time are like dad can we do me can I get that large thing of just uh, pure sugar because we're not (laughs) quite sugared up enough so I said next time you go to stay at Aunt AJ's house we're gonna load you up with some sugar
1: did you know they started to do um, caramel apples with the sour powder on them have you seen those
0: I'm giving you the quizzical look.
1: They did them for the first time in Disneyland a few months ago. And now they brought them over here so you can get them in, you know, the confectionery and things like that. They're, they're the actual caramel apples with the white chocolate coating and then coated with sour powder. So that's do you dig thing. it? I've not tried them yet. I'm a little <laughs> nervous. They're on the blog because our, our, uh, our Disneyland columnist, Heather, went for it. She tried one. She tried a green apple sour powder one. But uh, I, haven't, I haven't done it yet.
0: I, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I would dig the the apple and the sour, but before we just leave Future Road real quick, the other, listen, when you think of theme park food, chances are you also, especially because it's so hot, you got to think about ice cream. So over at at Fountain View, you got to, and what I love is going in there, getting some of the the ice cream like in a waffle cone, sitting outside in the shade, on one of the shaded tables, and watching the um, Fountain of Nations.
1: And what's dangerous about that place is they make those waffle cones in house, so it smells like those waffle cones when you walk in there. Um, Something else that you can get there, uh, there's only a couple places in each park, sometimes one place in each park where you can get those homemade ice cream sandwich, uh, ice cream cookie sandwiches. And uh, Fountain View is where you can get it in Epcot, and it's so delicious. And it it is a snack credit, which is shocking to me because it's so much food for a (laughs) snack credit. It's like, you know, it costs like five bucks, so the fact mm-hmm. that you can get that for a snack credit is a great value. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's, let's make our way into uh, World Showcase, and we might as well just browse the promenade and virtually eat and snack our way around the world. And, and again, I think this is one of those things where there's great opportunity here, and you might walk by Mexico and, and not realize that there's a, a wide variety of snacks, both packaged snacks and some of the fresh ones as well, too. What is maybe your, your favorite or the best snack in Mexico. You see, staring off in the distance. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking, I'm like, I know what he's, he's gonna ask me best, and I hate answering best, because there's so many that I love. Mexico.
0: <laughs> it's Mexico's... okay, if you wanna say a margarita, that a margarita I is do, a snack. I do
1: love the margaritas, and I do i do think they are in the snack book. I can't, yes, they are in the snack book. I do put margaritas <laughs> in there, because ladies and gentlemen, to me, that is a snack. Um, now, you can get the margaritas inside. The um, inside the pyramid at Cava del Tequila, or you can get the subpar margaritas oh. at the margarita kiosk outside. Now those are subpar margaritas to the Cava ones. However, they are historically, you know, classic to Disney World. They've been there forever. So um, another place you can get margaritas is over at uh, La Cantina de San Angel and over there you also can get churros. You can get paletas, which a lot of people don't even know about, which are the um, Basically, uh, popsicles, Mexican popsicles. Now, I I I'm wary of the mango chili spice one because it kind of knocked me on my butt when I
0: tried it. It was an, I was not expecting it. That's because you were dipping it in your margaritas.
1: <laughs> no, I probably should have. But it's salty. It's salty and sweet at the same time. But it's 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 a powerful salty taste which you don't expect with an icy. Right. Popsicle kind of thing, and it's very popular in Mexico. Um, but it, it takes some getting used to if you're not if you don't have that palate yet.
0: Yeah, I'm. Gonna, I am going to i will stick to the the coconut ones yeah. uh, because because they are a little bit different than your sort of traditional. Buy it in your grocery freezer, popsicle.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. But that's again, that's a good example of something you're not going to find that anywhere else in Walt Disney World. That's the only place that has those, and um, and they're real. It's really fun to try. And again, you're not you're not laying out a lot of money. So if your kid wants to try the mango spice chili one, and she says, "Oh, that's gross, mom, throw it away," you know, that's that's fine. She she got to she got to try it, something new and something different, a new experience she had in Disney.
0: Yeah, my kids like the the margaritas in La Cava a little bit better than ones. That, no, is that yeah, yeah.
1: Not- mine do too. <laughs>
0: Put them right to sleep in a stroller. Everybody has a good time. It's a, but no, I agree with you. Um, the margaritas outside, uh, they're easily accessible as you're walking through. You don't have to worry about going inside the pyramid. But the ones inside are kind of snacks because the flavors are so very unique. We talk about you know a a mango chili popsicle. You don't think about a margarita that's a jalapeno or a cucumber or an avocado, no. which sounds awful, but they're phenomenal.
1: And so healthy, because veggies. That's right, it's,
0: it's vegetables.
1: And they have vegetables in them. When they make their avocado margarita, they pull the avocados out of the refrigerator and make them with avocados. So you're getting good fats, That's
0: right. you know? It's healthy, good for your heart. I love how you're looking at me like, we're selling it to each other, like, I believe this too. <laughs> yeah,
1: so while you're in La Cava, it's something that you really can't leave without. Is trying the queso there. I am a huge queso fan. I, what, Living in New York, I didn't know what queso was because I grew up in western New York where it was just called nacho cheese. <laughs> and I hadn't really had good queso. When I moved to Texas, I learned what good queso was. And let me tell you, the, the, the queso at La Cava is my favorite in the world right now. It is so, so, so good. Um, so definitely try that stuff too. And
0: that's, you know, that's what we were talking about before. It's that Savory, not just a, you know, snacks can be savory. And look, go in there, here's a great pairing. You get your margarita or your virgin margarita, if that's your, your flavor, and you, you uh, match it up with the, the salty and the savory of the jalapeno queso and the salty fresh chips. That's a party.
1: Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I could sit there all afternoon. It's not really very cost effective. <laughs> because it costs a lot to get into Epcot, but <laughs> I could probably sit there all afternoon and have just as much fun as if I was riding um, Spaceship Earth, which I love, by the way.
0: Speaking of places where it's not, the, you might not necessarily have a productive day, but I could spend the afternoon in Norway Nor- Norway, uh, at the yeah. Kringla Bakery Og Cafe snacks, because when you think of, when, when you think, when I think of snacks, oftentimes that's where my mind it's where my little feet and little legs eventually end up walking me to because there's so many good ones here from the sweet to the savory to ones you can have for breakfast. We could do, and maybe we should do, an entire show about the snacks in Norway.
1: You really could. And I have to tell you, Lou, when I the last time I went to Norway, I, I got a lot of those snacks. I just bought a lot of them because I, I wanted to really talk, talk about them on the blog. And I was writing the Epcot Snacks book and I wanted to get pictures of them. And I bought a lot of them. So I tried a lot. And, and there's... There's, like, hundreds of things in there that you can try. And, there, and a lot of them are things you've never heard of, like lefse. I don't even know if I said that right. Lefse. It's
0: lefse. I, dig- I love the lefse.
1: <laughs> do you? I don't like I it. Do- Okay, okay, so here's the thing. This is, this is I'm good. making sad face. This is good because we can go back and forth. Now, the guy, the, when, I, when I told the cast member, you know, I, this really didn't do it for me. What, what Lefsa is, if you don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a potato, kind of like a potato tortilla, basically. And they have a, a, a butter-cinnamon-sugar mixture that they roll up inside. Now, that sounds perfect, right? So I have no idea why I didn't love it. But the guy said to me, ask them to heat it up before you get it which is a good tip ask them to heat it up for you and maybe it's you know but a lot of people love this stuff absolutely love it and ma- I think I got a bad batch
0: I love the Lefse I've, I did a, a show where we did a detailed look at Norway with Norwegians and we talked about Lefse and people have brought me like fresh <laughs> Lefse with real Norwegians um, and now I do now, now with more Norwegian um, and I like the Lefse because it's not overly sweet yeah. Uh, yeah. it's great like with a cup of coffee it's an awesome value. It's like $1.99 for two lessa Oh, no,
1: exactly. And that's a lot of people do say that about some of the snacks in Norway is that they're not too sweet. So if if you're unlike me and you'd rather not have basically a, a big lardy frosting for breakfast every day, because <laughs> that's, you know, you guys know that's how I am. Um, and you want something that's not too sweet, that's not going to just make your, you know, your tongue curl up the first time you try it. There's a lot of stuff in, in Norway that's going to be good for you. The um, the school bread is very very popular, classic Disney snack. Um, what this is is kind of a roll with custard inside, toasted coconut on the top. Um, it's got the it's, it, the spice in it is cardamom. A lot of people say, oh, this is this is not too sweet, this is not too bad. Um, so it looks kind of like a donut, but it's not as sweet as a donut. I think a lot of people like that, but. The rice cream is also something that's very popular there, which is kind of like a rice pudding with strawberries on top, and it's really not going to knock your socks off in terms of sweetness, but it is delicious.
0: So, what's your your best of the best, your your recommended snack, if you can only go there and have one thing in Norway, what would it be?
1: If you can only have one thing in Norway, I would probably have the school bread. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I, I love that stuff so. So, I would go for that. But there's, there's lots of neat stuff to try.
0: I'm, I'm a Lefsa guy. I do love the, the school bread because it has coconut, which instantaneously makes it healthy. <laughs> but it's something you probably wouldn't think about, which I love, it's an awesome value, and you can really have it for breakfast. Again, World Showcase doesn't open until 11, but we want a little late breakfast, early snack. The waffles with strawberry jam, you get a lot of waffle. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a fresh, warm, soft waffle with strawberry jam you've got that mixture of the crunchy and the the soft and the sweetness it's easily shareable and it's in fun little heart shapes too
1: i gotta tell you this thing costs two dollars and 79 cents or at least it did when i wrote the snack book i have to go check the menu now but uh and the snack book just came out in in, in um february so it's not that old actually but uh this This thing is huge. It's a platter of waffles. It is giant. Like, you could easily... Four people could eat this with no problem, and everybody would have had enough. So, another great value, a great deal.
0: And it's a finger food. It's not like a giant waffle that you need to cut with your knife and fork. it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a sandwich. You can just pick up little... And it's easily broken into pieces, so you can pick it up, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: For those people that like to share, unlike, clearly, AJ and I, (laughs) uh, that's a... uh, that's a good option as well too. I, I would I would definitely recommend that the rice cream and give the lefse a try. It's two bucks. Give the lefse a try. All right, moving uh, and moving. and you don't. And like if, it. and I'm just follow AJ and <laughs> follow us and chances are you'll have some extra food. All right, so moving <laughs> over to China, this is another one of those places that, you know, the, the options are kind of all over the place because inside, you want to um, you want to do something fun. Go inside and and try some of the different packaged candies. We're here in Japan. It's another good option here, too, because the variety, it's not your mom's (laughs) M&Ms.
1: And that's another... I can also make a plug for Norway for the packaged candies because you got some crazy stuff. For a long time, I don't know if they're still there, but for a long time, they had those... um, those salted licorice uh-huh. Swedish fish like literally salted black licorice yeah. is I, I, I don't know if they're still there but I was like really? What? What's going on? Norway's
0: big on licorice and my little Norwegian friends when they came brought me a little hockey pup with licorice powder it is the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth but it's like the kids there, and they eat it like candy because it is so imagine that with
1: salt on it
0: There's, they do have some like if you like I love black licorice give yeah. me some black twizzlers I'm, I'm down but that's like some super intense licorice thing. That's
1: serious. Yeah. Oh, seriously. That's, I think yeah. you could
0: actually run your car. You could just pour it into your gas tank.
1: <laughs> yeah, but a lot of the countries do have packaged snacks that are that are, you know, imported from that country. Well Yeah, imported from that country I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're from there. They're probably made in New Jersey, but <laughs> you know, whatever. They have the they have it's written in that language on the front, so yeah. But there's lots of different stuff to try. But I think in in China specifically, my my choices would probably be over at the Joy of Tea booth. I'm a big fan of the Joy of Tea booth. They've got so much fun stuff, and the people that the cast members are always so much fun. Like they always want you to try their stuff really badly. Like they want you to try their new stuff, and they they got a new thing there called the Tipsy Duck Drink, which is a mixture of coffee and tea with like Jim Beam in it, Ooh. which is crazy. Um, th- that's that's not in the book yet. It'll be in next year's version. But um, they also have things. Uh, they have little snacks like pork buns. They have a chicken curry pocket, which is delicious. It's like this flaky, uh, this flaky pastry with chicken curry with a with a, a chicken curry inside. It's not a really it's not messy or anything. It's very much a finger food. Um, and then if you head over to Lotus Blossom Cafe, which is a counter service place over there, uh, they do have things like pot stickers. They have um, different ice creams there that you can try, like re- like a, re- a red bean ice cream, which actually has a strawberry flavor to it as well. So it's not it's not what you expect. But it's, you know, it's interesting for your kids to try. You know, like they can say, oh, neat. I tried, you know, bean ice cream, right? So neat stuff.
0: Which is obviously healthy because it, it has beans in it. Beans. But I um, I'm, I'm with you on the the tea cart outside. I'm a tea person. There's a lot of different um, uh, hot and especially this time of year, uh, frozen yep. items in there as well too, which can be snacks. So like the strawberry oolong tea slushy yeah. is a um, it's a I think it's a, a non-alcoholic one, but they do have some alcoholic versions as well too. But I'll give you my best value because I actually have a video out or coming out by the time you hear this of. A best Buy, and I don't know if it's still there as now, but I'm a, I, I like the savory more than I like the sweet. They have a combination where you get a curry chicken pocket, mm-hmm. an egg roll, a pork bun, a little green tea ice cream, and a can of soda for 10 bucks.
1: Nice. You can feed a family of five on that. Or Lou. Or Lou. Or AJ. <laughs> but not both of us. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. That's super. Yeah, nice.
0: Good value, and it's delicious, and by the time you get to Germany, you'll be hungry again, because that's just the way we roll. All right, so right. Let's, let's move over to Germany, and this too, when, especially now, when you think of Germany, chances are your mind and your heart and your stomach and your credit card goes over to the name that I cannot pronounce, so please excuse me, my German friends, when I say Carmel it's the Carmel Kitchen is what it is (laughs) Um, before we get there this is another great place too where a lot of the packaged snacks you know you can you can be as you can be very daring don't even read what it says just pick one up and try it
1: so something that I love in Germany in terms of the packaged snacks there is this they have these little bottles of um, these little chocolate bottles of of brandy candy I think it's brandy that's in it yeah brandy and uh, these things are crazy like I I keep talking about alcohol. I don't know what's <laughs> going on on this show, Lou, but these are really interesting. They're little chocolate um, foil-wrapped bottles, and they have—they have. They have literally just a bunch of brandy inside, and it's, it's, they're, they're so much fun. But, like, whoever finds that? Who would expect that to be in Disney World, right? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody would expect it. I'm going to go to Disney World. And I'm going to try these little German brandy chocolates. But um,
0: Yeah, so when your kids bring them to you, make sure you read the label first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Unless you want them to have an app and then go ahead. But, wow, the kids are having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so there's lots of – there's there's German cookies. There's also uh, savory packaged products, things like knickknacks, which are the little little – Little peanuts, mm-hmm. and then there's um, palm sticks, which are like basically, you know, potato sticks, pretty much. <laughs> which we like if you if you go to the snack pairings in our in the in the back of the book, we like to pair that with the with the chocolate cupcakes from Caramel Kucha. The the uh, the palm sticks with the chocolate cupcake. I mean, that's yeah. that's awesome, man, right?
0: I before we get to the caramel kitchen, though, this is another. I think this is one of the overlooked hidden treasures, great snack place because I think people walk by Germany. Uh, they see the beer garden as the sit-down restaurant, which is uh, a lot of fun, great time. If you leave hungry, something is really, really wrong with you. <laughs> or the pretzel cart and beer wagon across the way. But they overlook Summerfest. Yeah. So if you go into that area, which would have been the, the entrance to the Rhine River attraction, yeah. right back there, you can get a bratwurst and pair it with a soda, a beer, whatever it is. And it's like 7 $8 for a, a big, meaty, brought on a nice, crusty roll.
1: I love finding those very low-cost, basically, counter-service meals. I mean, that, I mean, it's, it's a little more than a snack, probably, for most people, if you're not, you know, me. But, um, you know, but it is, I mean, it's only, it's, it's less than seven bucks. I mean, it's, it's a great deal, and you can share that, too. Also, at Summerfest, they have some really nice desserts. They've got a Black Forest cake roll thing. They've got a apple strudel. Um, they have some desserts that you're really not going to find anywhere else in
0: Walt Disney World, so those are fun to try, too. But I think that you need to make it a point to visit, and make sure you always leave room for dessert or for snacks, you need to go visit, I'm gonna call it the Carmel Kitchen, because okay. I keep calling it Carmel Coochie, I know that's not how it's pronounced, it's Carmel Cooch <laughs> It is, you could not imagine so many different ways to make and experience and enjoy and love Carmel.
1: It's basically take everything that you ever loved and put caramel on it and that's what they have there I, I, and they make a phenomenal caramel corn as
0: well. You gotta have it when it's hot.
1: Yeah, you do. I'm sad that they stopped giving out the free samples. They, when they first opened, they gave out free samples, but, um, and just here's a little tip, get that caramel corn, take it home with you. Cause it's a good, tra- it travels well. And then if it starts to get stale, just stick it in the microwave for like 15 seconds and it'll like Revive. It's still it's good, still good when it's stale. I like got. I've eaten many, many bags of stale <laughs> caramel corn, but uh, it's a good tip.
0: I wish people could see your face because you speak about it so soft and lovingly. Like, oh, just put it in the microwave, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's. This is serious stuff, Lou. Like
0: right, right?
1: this is important. <laughs> I understand that you maybe d- uh, some of you out there don't think this uh, this is important to me.
0: <laughs> All right, so. There are literally dozens and dozens of different things in the caramel store, from the things you would think about, like chocolate-covered strawberries to chocolate-and-caramel-covered pretzels. Caramel apples are phenomenal there. Another tip, they will cut them up for you. Easy to share, easy to transport, much easier, I think, to eat as well, too. Um, Anything that you said, like you said, that could be dipped in caramel, chances are they can even the caramel with the fudge with the salt, the dark chocolate with the salt on top.
1: That's the dark horse winner right there. The, that's the dark horse winner is you get, I mean, it's basically a square of caramel that's covered in either dark chocolate or, or milk chocolate, and it has a little little bit of sea salt on top, and it's just wonderful. It's you wouldn't
0: wonderful. think it brings out the sweetness. It totally brings out the sweetness.
1: Well, you know, the whole salted caramel trend is getting really big here in Disney World. Disney's always about... about six months late on food trends um because it's hard to roll something out like that you know what's harder to do that across the whole so they do a really good job of actually you know getting the trends in but the salted caramel thing is starting to come actually at the food and wine festival this year they're going to have a salted caramel dessert over at the dessert and champagne booth which is i had it last night at the tables in wonderland event absolutely amazing it is so good so yeah
0: can you pick a best of the best can you pick one that's a favorite or you have to try it or you may not think this would be good but get it there
1: I would get that salted caramel chocolate thing, definitely. Oh, oh! I forgot to talk about. Oh, I have to <laughs> talk about this. So they have this thing. I don't even know what it's called right now. I think it's called. I don't even know, but it's what it is. is shortbread. Okay, it's a piece of shortbread, covered in caramel, and then with little short shortbread, little drops of shortbread on the top of it as well. It, it's in the book. I can't remember what it's called, but it is heaven on a plate. It is absolutely unbelievable. Amazing. That's it.
0: The, chew- the Chewy Caramel Bar. Chewy
1: Caramel Bar. That's what it is. And if, if you look at the picture of it in the book, you will want that immediately. I mean, I get there's, there's no chocolate involved, so, but, but that's okay.
0: Uh, so I'm going to tell you, I go in and oftentimes I, I'll get like a pretzel stick because I think it's small and it's a little bit healthier. But they have this caramel-filled chocolate cookie, which is just incredibly moist and decadent and it's that perfect marriage of chocolate and caramel and you get it at like 8 45 you go outside in the promenade you watch illuminations and you are in heaven
1: oh it's wonderful it's so good and it's so unassuming looking it just looks like a regular old chocolate cookie but it's so so good and just if you're headed there now they've just started to introduce caramel um, chocolate and caramel covered grapes Chocolate and caramel covered pineapple, as well. So you know, for those for those of you who are being healthy on your Disney trip, there you go. Pineapple grapes, chocolate caramel, super.
0: Oh, I dig the idea of fruit mixed. I'm never gonna get on a World Showcase tonight, just no. so you know.
1: No, mm-hmm. I know, I know. I would stay. I would live here. Pop a tent.
0: Yeah. I, I probably should also mention the the pretzels too, because I, I love pretzels in Walt Disney World. Pretzels taste better when they're shaped like Mickey Mouse, but they really taste good. Because they're a little bit different.
1: They are different. I I, I believe they're 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 hand done pret super, super uh, uh, real German pretzels. Like, um, I, you know, it's funny. I put a picture of the German pretzels on my on my Facebook page the other day, and, and uh, one of my readers from Germany basically wrote in German. So I had looked at the translation. She's like, you know, you can't you can't beat it's not it's not real if it's not in Germany which is probably true but at least it's an approximation they're you know they're getting there with it so it's it, they're, they're different they're different from the regular thing
0: a stein of beer a pretzel a brat that too forgetting about the sweet if that's not your thing that's a great little snack right there that'll get you in between meals
1: definitely good to share too not messy if you have the kids not messy at all so
0: still not sure what this whole sharing thing is all right yeah. let's move over to Italy, and oftentimes when you think of Italy, you think of pastas, you think of meats, you think of pizza, you think of Vianapoli but what about snacks?
1: So Italy is a tough one when it comes to snacks. There really aren't too many options there. Where you're going to have to go is into the little... Um the little shops like the wine shop and and there's a a shop with a bunch of different actually food products you know you got pastas and things in there um they do have a wall of candy and most of it's going to be hazelnut (laughs) based (laughs) candy but they do have a wall of candy and they also have several other packaged items that are um you know really like like really really interesting stuff they have little mini panettones i don't know if you've had that of course you have um (laughs) they have little mini ones especially around the christmas time and so italy is just a a little treasure trove if you actually know where to look now the place that i would say if you can only hit one once one stop in italy head over to that gelato bar i don't even know what you want to call it it's basically a snack kiosk out in front of italy um but they, they create these unbelievable sundays, things that you would never, ever guess would come out of a random little kiosk. Um, they ha- it, it's gelato, it's strawberry sauces with real strawberries and whipped cream and all these crazy things. And they just actually introduced recently little ice cream sandwiches with gelato in them that you can get. And they'll make them right there for you with any gelato flavor you want. They have cannoli there, they have smoothies. so. Again, don't discount the kiosks because every once in a while you're going to find some really unique stuff
0: there. And also, don't necessarily think that gelato is just ice cream with an Italian name to it. It's, uh, it's different in the consistency, in the sweetness, in the texture. It's, it's, it's almost a little bit uh, lighter than mm-hmm. traditional uh, ice cream like with heavy cream. But here's another potential best snack. Again, depending on what you define as a snack, uh, I know a, a lot of friends of mine not that they just do nothing but drink around the world. But one thing they love doing, especially late in the evening, is going into Italy. There's a, an Italian wine, a, a Rosa Regala wine, that they pair with a piece of dark chocolate, oh, which yeah. is phenomenal. And that's a great way to experience a new wine and see how the chocolate complements the wine and the wine complements and changes the flavor of the chocolate, too.
1: Oh, that's really wonderful. Oh, it feel so <laughs> cultured
0: just listening to you talk about that. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's what I see them doing, and they seem to love it.
1: That's great. <laughs> now, something that's not in the snacks book yet because it, it's, it it opened after we we put this book out, but it will be in the next version. Is is Tutto Gusto? Now, that's going to be a good place to go get some snacks as well because it is it's um, even though it's a place where you get served, I mean you have you have a um, you have a server. It's you can get very low cost little. Bits of food, cheeses or meats, or a panini, maybe, and that's a great place to go. Get out of the heat, sit down, relax with your friends, have a glass of wine, and have a great little snack. It's not it's not going to be a full meal a lot of the time, even though you can get a full meal there. Um, It's a good place to have a little snack. So try that out too.
0: And as we get to the center of the promenade and the American Adventure, this is one of the places that uh, I've always said that in the past I'd always been disappointed with the Liberty Inn because I said you know there's such an opportunity here to showcase such a wide variety of American flavors, from Pan-Asian to barbecue to, you know, Northeast, whatever it may be. And for the most part, it is hamburgers and chicken nuggets. And they've done a couple of different things with, they actually have a great sort of black bean uh, vegetable burger, when I'm usually not a vegetable burger kind of guy, but it's great, it's got a a, a sort of a, a spicy sweetness to it. But in here is where one of my little favorite snacks is, especially when it does get a little cool in Florida, and it does happen, and it's like three fifty four dollars. This is where you made a great pairing idea. You can get a little bowl of chili, get it with some fries, get a little drink. That is that to me is a great snack there, especially getting away from the sweet stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's something that'll kind of stick. To, it's a little more stick to your ribs, you know, than a cupcake or something like that. So that's a that's a great idea. Yeah, I was I'm disappointed in that place too, because um, I feel like it's it's almost paying homage to the stereotype that Americans just eat burgers and chicken nuggets, which you know, I do, but not everybody does. So, um, so that's unfortunate, but they do have some, like, a, they have a good roast beef sandwich there and they do have the, um, the apple crisp for, for dessert, which is definitely a counter service, you know, a counter service dessert, which... Isn't going to be fabulous, but it is. It is a. It is a. It's a yummy pastry. This is the same apple crisp that they have over at uh, Columbia Harbor House in Magic Kingdom. Um, but it's, some, it's something a little different from what you're going to get other places. Now, the place that I love in the American Adventure is the Fife and Drum Tavern, and uh, over there, it, that's become like this little treasure trove of awesome Disney snacks. Like, like I did a post about it the other the other day. Because they pulled in all the different pretzels. They've got the jalapeno pretzel there now. They've got the cream cheese pretzel. They've got the um, the Red Stag lemonade, frozen lemonade from the Food and Wine Festival last year is there now. They've got turkey legs there. They've got the American Dream slushy, Like, it's two flavors of slushy with ice cream in them. It's, they've got all kinds of stuff here. You'd never guess it. Again, another kiosk. that you're like, where in the world did this come from?
0: Yeah, I got turned on to when it was first introduced during the Food and Wine Festival, and they had the lobster and stuff in there. I'm like... Yahtzee. This, this <laughs> instantly became a favorite kiosk of mine, too. But, yeah, you know, a turkey leg can be a snack, and some of those things can be a snack, and I think a lot of people just walk by it because they don't know. And we would be remiss if we didn't at least mention the funnel cake. Uh, oh, I'm...
1: <laughs> yes! And you know what I just realized? Just now they've introduced a strawberry funnel cake. Like, actually, like, flavored strawberry. Not strawberries on top, but flavored strawberry funnel cake. In the fall, they have a spice one. They have a spice yeah, funnel cake. Yeah. Um, so, again, this is another place where... Don't judge a book by its cover.
0: Nice. All right, so we're in Japan. We're sitting outside Katsura Grill. If you've listened to the show before, favorite pavilion, favorite counter service restaurant, favorite sort of place to just sit outside, which is part of the reason why I picked it. And I've also done a video here where we've gone into Mitsukoshi Department Store and did exactly what I said. We pulled off a couple of pre-packaged snacks And here's where you can have fun, you could be adventurous. There's so many different options here. Katsura Grill has everything from um, edamame or green tea ice cream. And there's also the little uh, carts and kiosks outside. But going inside, you can get everything from sweet snacks to Pocky to the gummy snacks. There is a lot of dried, they're really into the dried fish stuff. Uh, I'll post a link to the video where we tasted some of the uh, small, dried crabs I've not quite graduated to the cuttlefishes yet but it wasn't bad um, it was actually interesting it had a, it. did not hold well in the heat but it was fun and that's what it was fun to sort of do a culinary adventure inside
1: yes that, that place is just like this crazy little Gold goldmine. Um, there's so much to try there, and you can't read what any of it says, so you don't really know what you're ever going to get when you open it up anyway. Um, but that's a lot of fun. And then they've got, you know, I'll, I'll bring up the alcohol again, because apparently that's what I do. Uh, they've got the sake bar in there as well, which is a fun place to go try. They have sake flights that you can try in there, which is um, very interesting. And it's never very busy, because nobody knows it's back there. Uh, so there's, there's, there's good stuff. And then when you hit, uh, when you come out, you want to go over to Kabuki kabuki cafe where you can get what Kaki gori yes the thing that's been staring at you forever so over at kabuki cafe it's it's the it's the Kaki gori stand glorified where they've added a few more um you can get edamame there now you get miso soup again i love the soups i should do i mean i need to do a whole counter service snack soup book because they got great soups in disney world that nobody even knows about they got miso soup they got um what else do they have there
0: Um, I, I, you know, I usually try and avoid the soups when it's 113 degrees out because I'm looking for something sweet and refreshing and that's what Kakigori does. (laughs) (laughs) And healthy because it's just ice. It's just ice. It's, it's not your, it's not your grandfather's shaved Italian lemon ice from the carnival. This is very, very different.
1: No, no. This is more the, the Hawaiian shave ice kind of feel and, uh, and you get lots of different flavors and they've, they've got the sweet milk topping. If that's your thing, I don't. I'm a little scared of that myself but people say it's wonderful so i should probably try it that's
0: research that's
1: why i'm i'm such a picky eater it's a food blog's really good for me because i try (laughs) new things but uh yeah so Kakigori is definitely and it's it's so cost effective too it's 350 you can share it with a bunch of people
0: yeah kids love it too um they can mix and match all the flavors and stuff too uh all right let's move down uh the promenade again morocco i think morocco is one of those places that scares people just by virtue of the name Morocco because they think it's something exotic, it's spicy, it's curry. What kind of dessert would they possibly have? To that I say nay, Tangerine Cafe is one of my favorite counter service restaurants. Love the shawarma platter in in there as well too. Great value, as I'm sure you know. But the trick here is to go into the the, the back of the Tangerine Cafe and sample some of the really cool sweet treats there. I know everybody thinks baklava, I actually have a different favorite.
1: Oh, what's your different favorite?
0: I tried last time I was there just to be different. They have sort of this this almond um, sponge cake uh, with shaved almonds on top. It's got orange flavoring too. It's sweet. It's savory. It's not overly uh, sweet like the baklava. It's very, very sweet with with the honey uh, on top. And that became a new favorite. That, along with the Moroccan mint tea, which I dig,
1: Bingham. Yes, the mint tea is classic here. Everybody, you got to try that. Um, I am. I'm. I'm going to go stereotypical, and I'm going to say I love the baklava here. Um, they've got three different flavors, three different nuts. I didn't say
0: I wouldn't eat it if you put it in front of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. It's just it's a little more boring because it's expected. But I just I absolutely adore that stuff, and I had it for the first time in the. Uh, in, the, in, in Marrakesh in the, um, restaurant. And I was, Oh, I love that stuff. And I, I've always been a big baklava fan again, healthy. Cause it's nuts good fats. Um, but a couple of other things just to, just to chat about here is even if you're not back in that, uh, bakery area, they do have a couple of side dishes and that's a good place to look for snacks is side dishes at counter service places because they are, you know, they are around three or $4. They are usually a snack credit and, uh, over at um, over in Tangerine Cafe, you've got couscous salad and the tabula, which are two things that you know are a little more on the healthy side for you, if that's what you're looking for. And, um, and like, if that's your thing, if, if you want to be healthy, which you know a lot of people it is. And um, and those are those are great little snacks. They're they're small portions. Um, they're cool salads. So if it's hot outside, it's great. It's perfect. And and you'd never find those. You'd never guess that that's something that you should maybe save your snack credit for.
0: I do like the uh, I do like the couscous salad. That and the tabbouleh usually is what you get on the side of the of the shawarma platter. But I never thought about actually getting them as an actual snack. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that's interesting.
0: All right. So when you go to France, the first thing you think of is.
1: The first thing I think of is the cheese plate, but that's, which, yeah, I love that thing. Um, But uh, there's so much there. Because
0: everybody thinks, you think France, you think French pastries, you're going to the Napoleons. And for me, those are not the snacks I think of when I think of uh, the bakery there, which obviously, as we know, is expanding.
1: Yes, it is expanding very soon. It's going to be a larger bakery with sandwiches and soups and all kinds of wonderful things. So you don't, you don't, uh, (laughs) the bakery, if you've been to the bakery there right now, is very, very small. (laughs) So it's very, uh, there's no place to sit inside. And so I think we're going to have a great new thing coming.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned uh, the cheese plate, which a lot of people might not think of as a snack, but you get, it's, it's shareable. There are a variety. They get maybe, what, three different types of cheeses?
1: You get three cheeses, and these are the same cheeses that are served in the in Chefs de France in the restaurant on their cheese plate. So it's, you know, a lot more cost-effective to get them out here, and, and it's a big portion. I mean, again, I'm talking a platter of cheese, like a lot of cheese. Um, so get that, get a little baguette, and you you got a meal, man. It's fantastic.
0: And the cheese platter is only about $6, too. It's easily shareable. Look, certainly... The cheese, the, the the cream puffs, and the éclairs, and the creme brûlée, uh, the crepes across the way. Are, my kids are a huge fan of the crepes. There's a uh, sugar, chocolate, and strawberry. I think. And
1: they have ice cream now. They have oh, ice, cream, ice cream, cream crepe. Yep. Yes, they
0: do. You match that with a Grand Marnier, or my personal favorite, the Grey Goose Citron lemonade, lemonade Slush.
1: I'm so glad to hear that's your favorite because that's my favorite too. And I I I think, you know, we did a poll on the blog, and people like the Grand Marnier one better, but I love that lemon one. I really do. And
0: I'm I'm perfectly comfortable sticking out my pinky, holding up that little cocktail glass and drinking my slushy yeah. on the promenade. I don't need a big Stein of beer. And that, that is refreshing. A little bit dangerous because you don't taste anything but the lemon.
1: It's definitely a girl drink that way, where like you just you
0: Oh, I can't order it anymore now. No, you just yes, called it can. a girl drink.
1: No, it's it's you don't you don't taste anything. It's it's very fruity. You don't taste that um that alcohol and, and don't just after your first one, don't go right back. Just give yourself half an hour and wait and see what happens first. Yeah, definitely. It's so good.
0: Notice she said after your first one as if it's just, you know, it, it's implied you're getting it. But so my best of the best in France is not the cheese. It's, not the, it's the ham and cheese croissant. That's the worst pronunciation of croissant ever. But it's 325. There's a lot of food. I mean, that could be your lunch and it's a shareable lunch.
1: It's huge. It's massive. I mean it's delicious. They use I believe they use a gruyere cheese on there which is such a flavorful wonderful swiss cheese. So it's amazing. It's an amazing value.
0: And croissant with butter. Everything is better with butter.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. But they have other little uh, savory items at that bakery that could definitely be lunch for, you know, you or you and a friend. So it it's a great place.
0: There is a, a huge repeatability factor for a lot of these places because just because you go once you, doesn't mean you can't go again and try something else. Uh, so moving over to the UK, I, I will tell you that one of the things that my kids and my wife are always enjoy doing is not necessarily getting the fish and chips or, or not going. In, and they love sampling the different candies from the UK. You go into the Twinings uh, Tea Caddy and you can talk to some of the cast members about the wide variety, some of which are, are similar, you know, there's Kit Kats that are a little bit different, but my wife, you know, loves the crunchies. And there's ones with little air pockets and different fruits and flavors. And, di- and even the milk chocolates are different.
1: Yeah, they are, because a lot of them are Cadbury, which you don't find as often here in the in the States. Um, personally, I love, if, you, if you're sitting there looking at the candy, I like to turn around and look at the shelves behind the candy, like on the other side of the aisle from the candy. Because over there um, is my favorite my favorite candy in the whole wide world, which is Roundtree's fruit gums and Roundtree's fruit pastels, which I used to eat by the caseload when I lived in London. I mean, I just used to eat them all the time. And so I buy them here, and they're like $7 a box. It's a, it's a horrible ripoff. But uh, I love those things. Um, I, I dig those. I also like the hobnobs. They've got these little cookies called hobnobs, which are uh, oatmeal. All of, you in, all of you in the U.K., you know you know, I love that stuff. Uh, it's like these oatmeal cookies with milk chocolate on top. Oh, they're so good. So good.
0: I think if we have to say best of the best, um, I think going into the York County Fish and Chips, look, you're in the UK, you've got to have the Fish and Chips, and the ones that are outside are phenomenal, and they're served in sort of that old newsprint-style paper. You should eat it the way they do, or at least I do, in the UK. You just drench them in malt vinegar, which you can find outside, salt and vinegar on your French fries as well. You can pair it with a Guinness if that's your thing or whatever your beverage of choice is. I'm not a Guinness guy. It's like drinking charcoal, but that's beside the point. Um, but it's it's a meal that could also be considered a snack.
1: Definitely, definitely. And if you just want the fries or the chips, you can just get the chips if you want to do that. That's, that's, that. That can be a snack for you as well. I love, if you want to get out of the heat, head into the pub. The pub actually has food that they serve and they've got a lot of really good lower cost items. Something that I love there is called a, a, a British bulldog. Which is a, this is amazing. It's a sausage, <laughs> a British sausage with bacon and cheese and mustard, spicy mustard. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Definitely a little bit more of a meal than a snack, but if you're like me, it's a snack. Um, they also have a great cheese plate there that you can have, which which to me can be a great snack in the middle of the day. Get some protein. You're on your way. Time it right. The hat
0: lady is there too. Go listen to the hat lady.
1: And say hi to Carl, the bartender, if you're there during the week, because he's just wonderful. Have him do his coin trick for you. It's awesome. <laughs>
0: AJ seems to be very familiar with the drinks and the bar, and now the bartenders, so... (laughs) Um, Okay, finally, let's move over to Canada. I think many people, my wife included, lament the loss of certain things. So we miss the beaver tails on the promenade. She misses the maple candy, but there's still a lot of different maple-flavored candy, because I'm trying to think of things that are very representative of those nations I know
1: Canada really gets the short end of the stick when it comes to snacks here like um, really the only places to go for snacks here are in the the little shops up at the up at the top of the hill where you've got a lot of um, a lot of uh, Canadian candies and and things like that you do have a few like maple um, maple things <laughs> I guess um, so you know lollipops or or the maple sugar candies Um, But it's really, it does get the short end of the stick when it comes to snacks, sadly.
0: Yeah, beaver tail. They used to have a beaver tail cart outside that you could have with chocolate or fruit on it. If they put a little poutine stand outside. Oh, stop. Which which we in Jersey call disco fries. (laughs) That is Right, with the real cheese curd and...
1: I, I will go to La Cellier and just order six poutines and eat them. I don't care if they're lunch poutine or dinner poutine. I don't care. I will just eat poutine all day. I love that stuff. So if they, that's a great idea, Lou. Let's do that. Let's make that happen.
0: If anybody's listening that could make that happen, the poutine cart outside of Canada. I'm going
1: to open my own poutine cart in Canada because I want it to be there. Bring my poutine in in a little bag every day.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, Miss, you're not allowed to... security comes over, Miss, you cannot sell your own poutine on the promenade.
1: It's okay, you guys can have some. You can have some of it, and then it's all good.
0: Everything is better with poutine. But listen, you know, no matter where you are, whether it's Future World or World Showcase, there's so many other snacks, too, that you'll find throughout the parks. You'll find things in the coffee carts, things like the almonds. Um, You mentioned in in the guide, things like craisins, which are portable they are they'll, they'll last throughout the day they're easily snackable for kids because i have two kids so those are sort of some of the things you think about um, there are some healthy snacks but we'll just we'll just go right past those as well too um, if you had to tell somebody who's going to epcot it's their last day here and say "Hey, listen i've never been to epcot before i want to try something what's the aj what is the best of the best the best of the best of the best snack for you in epcot center
1: the best snack for me it so depends on the day um I would say go to go to Kringla go to Carmel Kucha and go to La France bakery and get whatever floats your boat those are the three places I would say definitely hit if you're only here for a day at least walk into each of those places
0: I think uh, part of the thing is is you can have so much fun trying these different things. You could be a little adventurous, depending on where you go. Mm -hmm. You can share it with people. You could really make a a day or an afternoon out of it as you sort of sample your way around. You know, we talk about sort of walking around the world or eating around the world during food and wine. You could do it any time of the year, and there are so many different ways to enjoy it. I think what your book does is help sort of uh, pull some of those things together, some of those ideas together. You could make it sort of little adventures. come up with some of those pairings you know we hear about wine pairings and beer pairings we don't necessarily think about snack pairings um, <laughs> which make a lot of sense now that you do it so those are things that I'm going to uh, to look to do in the future and there's also a lot more that you cover uh, in the book as well as far as other snack locations too
1: yeah absolutely and you know my thinking I really do believe food is a theme park you're coming here on vacation you're ready to have a fabulous time. Don't waste your money when it comes to what you're, what you're eating, when it comes to your fuel. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Try new things. Try different stuff. Pair things together that you wouldn't normally pair. Um, let your kids try different stuff. Have fun with it. And, and plan ahead. Um, because that's the way you lose money is when you don't plan ahead. And a lot of people understand that when it comes to airline flights and hotels. But they don't think about that when it comes to food. And you really do want to plan ahead, save some money, and eat some incredible things.
0: And this is where I would love to hear from people because this is one of the things that you know, everybody has their own favorite. Uh, so tell me, come and comment in this week's show note. What is your favorite snack in World Showcase? Or if what, if you can only have one, what would it be? Or if you can only bring one to a dessert island and eat every single day, what would that Epcot snack be? Come to the site. Did over you
1: say at- a desert island? Because a, a des- I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's like (laughs) Candyland.
1: It's like Pleasure Island in in Pinocchio. All right, sorry.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, come by. Leave your comments there. I would love to hear more. Also, as long as you're on the Internet, make sure you go over and check out DisneyFoodBlog.com. Follow AJ over on Twitter. Again, I warn you to make sure you eat before you do that because you tweet out such great pictures and such great reviews of the food. You always have photos of it as well, too, so... It lets you sort of maybe be introduced to something that maybe you wouldn't have thought of. Now all of a sudden you're like, hey, that looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Take a look at the pictures beforehand and see what you're going to get. Don't spend the money if it doesn't look good. So, And
0: I would also recommend checking out, you've got uh, not just the guide to Epcot snacks, you have a guide to Magic Kingdom snacks. You have a dining adventures in the Magic Kingdom, which I dig because food is not just a theme park. It's now sort of a culinary adventure and sort of you, you add strategies to make it uh more than just a a way to find places to go eat but a little bit of a a hunt and adventure as well
1: absolutely the dining adventures guide is really really fun we also have the the big monster 300 page dfb guide um to to all dining in walt disney world and that's all of my tips and tricks from 20 odd years of of eating here (laughs) so um you can get you can pick up all those books at dfbstore.com
0: and because you love dining with me and you love WW Radio listeners, do you also have a special offer just for them? <laughs>
1: we do have a special <laughs>
0: offer. Because we love to eat. I will speak for everyone listening. We do love to eat at Disney World.
1: <laughs> you can get an exclusive discount by using WDW Radio as, your, uh, as a code when you check out.
0: Awesome. Uh, thank you so much. This was so fun. I am famished beyond belief now because all we've been doing is talking about food, but I need to have you come on again. I want to talk more about food in some of the other parks, maybe food outside the parks. We've got Food and Wine Festival coming up. You are the person we have to get ready collectively. We've got to prepare and strategize for 40-some-odd days of the Food and Wine Festival this year.
1: Yes, yes, we do. I've been planning ahead. Have you? Let's, come on. It's it's only two months away. We've got to, we've got to get ready.
0: And we need to eat together. We've got to do a live dining review together because... I love not only your interest in food, but I love how you talk about
1: food. <laughs> I love to talk about food. It's it's a passion of mine. I absolutely adore it. I love to eat. I tell people I'm not a very good cook, but I sure do love to eat. So that's that's how it is. <laughs> that's
0: it. I'm, I am the worst cook in America, but I'm one of its best eaters. So, uh, AJ, again, from DisneyFoodBlog.com. Again, go over to DFBGuide.com. You can purchase one or all of her books Use code WDWRADIO at checkout. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your thoughts, your tips, and your great advice on uh, some of the best snacks in Epcot. I want the listeners to come by and leave theirs as well, too.
1: Wonderful. I can't wait to read them.
0: It's time for the Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I challenge you to test your knowledge of how well you know Walt Disney World history or trivia, or pay attention to the details, stories, or even lines from your favorite shows or attractions. I then randomly select one winner for a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back to last week, review the question, the answer, and select our winner. So last week I did something a little bit different. I didn't ask you a single trivia question, but I asked you to identify three locations. I gave you three location names and asked you to tell me where in Walt Disney World they could be found. They could have been an attraction, a resort, a show, restaurant. Could have been anywhere in Walt Disney World. And the three locations I gave you were Chickapin Hill, the Doge's Palace, and Zerka Zong. Now, all those locations were actually found inside Walt Disney World theme parks. Number one, Chickapin Hill is the home of Br'er Fox and Br'er Rabbit over at Splash Mountain. Number two, the Doge's Palace can be found at the Italy Pavilion in Epcot's World Showcase. And number three, this one was a little tricky, was Circa Zong. That is the fictional village at the base of Expedition Everest over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Congratulations and thanks to all of you who entered. The winner this week, who won all six of my audio walking tours of Walt Disney World, a WDW Radio luggage tag, button, and new Disney Parks Vinylmation is Lorianne Howes. So Lorianne, thank you and congratulations to you. Please send me your address. I'll get your prize package out to you right away. Thanks again for all who played. If you didn't win, that's okay, because here is this week's Walt Disney World trivia question of the week. And let's stick with the topic of food, which was the subject for this week's segment. And remember that everything speaks in Walt Disney World, which means that everything has a story attached to it, including restaurants and even some food items. And some of those stories are tied directly in to classic Disney films and characters. So here is this week's question. Tell me what Walt Disney World restaurant was inspired by a 1955 Disney animated feature film. All you need to do is just tell me the name Send in your entries to contest at wdwradio.com by 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, August 5th. I'll once again include a prize package with all six of the audio tours, a luggage tag, button, and a new mystery Disney Parks Vinylmation. So good luck and have fun. That's gonna do it for this week's show. Thanks again for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. A couple of quick reminders about some live broadcasts we have coming up over the next week or so. Don't forget every Wednesday night, starting at 7:30 p.m. Eastern, I broadcast live, usually right from Walt Disney World, for the WDW newscast. You can watch and chat with us as we talk about this week's Walt Disney World news in a very interactive discussion format. You'll find the link to WDW Radio Live right on the home page over at WDWRadio.com. This Saturday. August 4th. I'll be live all day from the Pacific Northwest mouse meets a Disney fan meet up in the Seattle area. I'll be broadcasting from 1 PM Eastern until about 9 PM Eastern. You can watch chat, meet some of the guests, participate in activities and presentations, meet some of the celebrities and guest speakers like Tony Baxter, Marty Sklar, Paige O'Hara. And of course we'll have plenty of surprises, some giveaways and lots more. Again, that's Saturday, August 4th from about 1 PM Eastern to 9 PM that night. Next Wednesday, August 8th, I'll be live from Disneyland uh, for the newscast. I'm going to be out there for D23. If you're out there as well, too, stay tuned to Twitter. Maybe come by and join us for the live show. Speaking of Destination D, follow me on Twitter and Facebook. I am at Lou and Facebook.com slash Lou for updates, info, photos, live broadcasts from the event as well. Never know where I may be broadcasting from during the week as well, too. Maybe Carsland, Buena Vista Street, Disneyland. I'll be there for about a week from August 6th through the 13th, so follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to my profile on Facebook for, again, updates, live broadcasts, and more. And if you're going to be out there for D23's Destination D event, hope to get a chance to meet you there or in the parks as well. Speaking of other updates, be sure and come and visit the WDW Radio blog every day. Check out our new uh, Week in Review post every Friday. We have our Random Acts of Disney Magic logo contest challenge, Fish Extender Exchange for the cruise. Deadlines or those are those Coming up soon We also have a virtual tour Of the Walt Disney Family Museum You'll find links to all those Right on the WDW Radio blog I also want to hear from you Want you to be part of the show You can call the voicemail Anytime at 407-900-9391 That's 407-900-WDW1 Email me over at Lou at WDWRadio.com If you have a question You want heard on the air speaking of other special events stay tuned for information on august meet of the month it'll most likely be the weekend of august 18th stay tuned for details as far as time and locations also check the events page over at wdwradio.com for information about other upcoming live events including our e-ticket event and evening at the american adventurers club tickets are on sale now that's friday september 28th very limited number of seats great way to kick off epcot's 30th anniversary going to be a great time. A lot of surprises in store, including some special guests who will be joining us as well, including some Disney artists, Imagineers, some other people you've heard on the show as well. You can find out more and purchase your tickets over at www.radio.com. Click on the events tab. Quick thanks to my partners and sponsors, MouseFan Travel, my official and recommended travel provider. Whether you're going to Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney, anything Disney-related, and more, visit them over at mousefantravel.com. When you're coming down to Walt Disney World, Want something a little bit bigger, maybe a vacation home? Check out allstarvacationhomes.com. Want to stay right in the heart of Disney? The Swan and Dolphin has the heavenly beds, 17 world-class restaurants and lounges, and lots more. Visit them over at swananddolphin.com. Want to get a little bit of Disney magic delivered right to your door? Celebrations Press, a bi-monthly magazine celebrating the magic of all things Disney, and you can now get it on your iPad as well, too. Visit them over at celebrationspress.com and as you heard aj from the disney food blog has a special 20 percent off discount for wdw radio listeners use code wdw radio at checkout over at dfbstore.com and finally my friends and you are my friends whether we have met yet or not and thank you again to everybody who came to the meet of the month this past weekend you very much proved just that that we are friends even if we hadn't had a chance to meet yet in person all i ask is that if you like the show Please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links on Facebook, Pinterest, or Google+. Tell your friends. Talk about it in discussion forums. And please come by, rate, and review the show over in iTunes. Very, very, very helpful. I'll put a link in this week's show notes to make it easy for you to find the show there. And finally, remember that life doesn't have a remote control. So get up, change it yourself, believe in yourself, and do what you love each and every day. And always, always keep moving forward. Thank you again so very much for taking the time out of your day and your week to listen to the show. I hope you guys have a fantastic week this week. Keep being awesome. So until next time, see ya.
1: Hey Lou, this is your mom. I want to tell you the name of that Uh, Glass that's in the Christmas uh, catalog is art glass, and it was manufactured by the Loetz L O E T Z company. It was around uh, 1930s. I hope this helps, and if it's if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Love you anyhow. Bye.
0: Yeah. Hurry back, hurry back.